From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. I also want to just straight up apologize to you, Doan, and everyone else. Whoa, this is starting off on a strong note. <laughs> it's just... My voice is not getting better. And oh. so it's just, this is an audio medium. Yeah. You know? Uh, so anyway, you're just going to be stuck with this a little bit. So I wonder, do people still in their cars have like the treble in the bass? Oh, yeah, like, can they like, the can they adjust up? it to uh, a medium that makes your voice more palatable? Palatable. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think they get to do some, some adjustments uh, and uh, the e- get that EQ dialed in. Yep. And I'm just going to sound great. Yep. I think that's um, good. If you're listening to it on your phone or your iPad or by a pigeon carrier, I don't know what to tell you. Mm, just a pigeon just carrying it and dropping <laughs> yeah, it in people. Just, just words. <laughs> just the notes. <laughs> um, hey, so we are excited. This is this is crazy. This is our last podcast of the year. Of 2023. That's right. So we've had a lot of great podcast episodes. We have. We've had um, uh, maybe more average mediocre yes yeah right but you know hey we i don't know if we've ever said uh we're the best podcast nope but we're your podcast we don't hit a home run every time (laughs) but we do get on base yeah if you could use a baseball analogy yeah there you go sometimes it's being hit by a pitch yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly um but uh today the biggest thing we're gonna do in a little bit after a little banter time is top five lists of 2023 we've got lots of like little areas that we want to give our uh thoughts on what we think Uh were our favorites of this year or the top things of this year um in all sorts of different categories so it'll be a little fun little journey and then we look forward to you responding to us maybe uh podcast at calvarylife.org and kind of sharing what maybe some of your favorites were yes this is interactive yeah if we miss something or you just got something you'd want to share, a story about something. We'd love to be able to share that. And we promise we'll read that in about two weeks. Yeah, exactly. So we'll be getting, uh, we'll take a little couple week break from the pod. So don't be sad if you don't see it popping up in your uh, podcast feed. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, and even one of the things we're going to talk about is some of our favorite podcasts to listen to. Yeah. So maybe you can listen to some of those supplements. Yeah, exactly. While you wait for Calvary Life to come back. And of all of our things as we talk about them, they're... They're like, I don't think we're going to say anything that's like not like uh, <laughs> appropriate or something. But like, I think we're we're not necessarily talking about all like Christ, quote unquote Christian podcasts or Christian sure. like books or shows or whatever. Like, this is just like a top five list. Well, I would say like um, favorites doesn't equal endorsement. Maybe yeah, not always. Yeah, exactly. Now, um, I also have this whole like philosophy about this, right? That like. So the only Christians there are, mm-hmm. are people. Hmm. People are Christians. Right. So like a book's not a Christian book. Okay. A book is a book written by a Christian. Okay. Or written by not a Christian. Uh-huh. And written along certain topics. But uh-huh. books aren't Christians. Movies aren't Christians. People are Christians. Yeah. I think what people mean, though, when they say like a Christian <laughs> book is it has themes that are Christian themes in them. So sure. you could say like Robin Jones Gunn, who grew up here at Calvary yes, and writes um, a lot of um, novels based on like girls that are in high school or college. 
like you could say those were Christian books because they have Christian themes in them. Yeah. But I wouldn't necessarily say that's like a, uh, okay, this is a manual of how to be a Christian. <laughs> right, right, right. But like, I think there's, we've like categorized. So let's say like music. Yes. Right. So you've got Christian music labels. Uh-huh. There's a, like an actual label or house that is like making quote unquote Christian music. Yes. By different artists. But you also have artists who are not signed by a Christian label or aren't trying to put stuff on the fish, but they are Christians in that band. Yes. Because people are Christians. Yeah. Bands aren't Christians. Uh-huh. Um, but they are, you know, putting stuff okay, into so that space. Okay, so let me just lovingly, like, <coughs> push back or oh, talk sure. through this. Yeah, sure. So you could say, let's just pick a band, U2. <laughs> uh, so U2 could be yes. Christians that yeah. are making music. Yeah. We wouldn't necessarily call it Christian music because right. they're not, they're not, I mean, there is Christian themes in some of their songs, but it's not every song has a Christian theme. Right. But then there is some bands. Let's just pick a random one too. Let's say, uh, um, mercy me. Okay. Pretty much every mercy me song has a Christian theme to it. Right. And it happens to be Christians that are playing in it. Yes. So do you see a difference between, Oh, this would be in the Christian theme genre versus this is just, music played by Christians. Yes. And so I do agree with what you're saying. What I don't like that people do is this, if something is a quote unquote Christian band or a Christian author, let's say like a Christian book, it's therefore good or it's therefore like more, it could be like more Christian or more appropriate or something or is correct or is now like safe, I guess is something like it is, it still could have problems. It's still, it has sort of gone through some sort of vetting process, usually through like a publishing house or a label, let's say. Um, But I I don't think it always means it's good. And I also don't think it means the other stuff is bad. Yeah. So if your filter is, I only listen to Christian music, sometimes that's actually like, that can be okay, but it's not like an actually thoughtful response. Yeah, that's a great point. And I've maybe even replaced the words good and bad because I'm not talking about the style or how good the music is, like lyrically or musically, but is it moral or immoral? So yeah, it's dangerous. I totally see what you're saying. So it's dangerous to say, oh, Mercy Me is moral music and U2 is immoral music. Right. Right? So let's have a little bit more critical spirit, critical viewpoint of what makes something glory glorified to God. And like, isn't like John Grisham a Christian or whatever, I think, because he even like eventually, I think this is like an, I think. So he was writing all these like lawyer books. Right. And many of them became movies. Yeah. And I'm sure the movies kind of like embellished some of like, even probably had maybe more potentially inappropriate stuff in them because that's just kind of what happens, I feel like, with movies. Right. And then, um, but like, you know. So, like, are you, like, allowed to read his new book that's, like, about Christmas or are you and not allowed to read Pelican Brief? Yes. Yes. <laughs> or whatever. Right? right. But he's a Christian person. So is it not Christian art anymore? Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's an interesting, like, it is just, like, topic of discussion. It's fun. I don't have, like, a full-on defined answer for it. Mm-hmm. But I also think, like, you should we should be thoughtful and discerning about what we take in. But it doesn't mean the only things we can take in are uh-huh. like put out by a label that is quote unquote. Do you think Christian. people that would say, "Oh, I only listen to Christian music," yeah, or I only listen or I only watch Christian Christian shows, Christian movies, yeah? Do you think, or what's behind that? Do you think? I think usually it's like a genuine desire to want to take in 
what is good, what is true, what is wholesome. I think mm-hmm. like, you know, and like, it's like a way of eat. It's like a easy filter mm-hmm. and it's like an easier way of filtering out what is bad. Mm-hmm. And in this day and age, like with TV shows and stuff, it's like every TV show is just like, you can just like really be innocently turning a TV show on. And then there's all of a sudden you're just like, holy moly, this that, took a turn. This just got gnarly. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just thought I was watching like a spy show or something, right. you know? Yeah. Like, so it, that is a, like a issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I even was like trying to think like a couple of like shows that I enjoyed. I'm like, I think, I don't think I remember anything bad. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> or whatever. Totally. Um, so, but, uh, do you, ever, do you ever have that thing where like a movie you watched when you were a kid? Yes. Dude, I mean, this is like classic stuff like Goonies or something. Yes. And then, and then you watch it. You're like, oh, I want to watch this with my kids. And you're like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I don't actually even remember that this was in it. Right. And it's horrible. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. Yeah, Goonies kind of stood out to me as one of those, you know, yeah. there's like some scenes like that in some of those movies. But For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because we think we live in a sort of a bad time now, that kind of stuff. But like, man, the 80s was like a debaucherous <laughs> time <laughs> when we grew up. Man. Totally. We were putting stuff in things that was just like wild. That, oh, for sure. Um, so yeah. So you understand why people would, would shift. Um, Okay, so yeah, so your point is our list may be Christian-themed or not Christian-themed, but we want to challenge people not just to basically say one thing's moral, one thing's immoral. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so um, how how was your sermon yesterday? Not bad, not bad. (laughs) So we were in the third week of Advent. Yes. Talking about peace. Yes. Or joy. That was not nice. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so we flipped it around a little yes. bit. Um, so we did week three, which normally in some, many, most, all circles is joy. <laughs> we we did peace. <laughs> and I just had so much fun. I, Good. I had so much fun studying and preparing yeah. for Sunday. I had so much fun just sitting in Isaiah chapter nine, verse six mm-hmm. unto us, a child is born Prince of peace. Yes. Yeah. And then I really enjoyed talking about peace. It's one of those topics though. And probably felt like this with joy last week too. You're like, uh, I covered it. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And there's just like, so any of these like topical things, like I always use prayer as an example. You're going to preach on prayer. Yeah. We need to be able to preach on prayer sometimes, not just only like a verse. Right. But it makes the topic so big. Yeah. Makes it so broad potentially of anything you could do. Yes. So peace, like, yeah. So like, what is peace on earth? Which yeah. I know you talked about a little bit, Yeah, a little bit. Like what is peace for sinners like right. between God and right. sinners? Right. Like that Colossians verse you talked about. Really what I did is I squeezed three sermons into one sermon. Yeah, <laughs> Just kind of like mixed it together like a big meat, <laughs> um, <laughs> a meatball. There you go. Um, but yeah, it was really fun for me, enjoyable for me. Do you ever have, I mean, we're going to, one of our lists is what's your favorite sermons, but like, yeah. do you just have sermons where you're like, I'm just enjoying this process yes. and I'm enjoying giving it. Oh, this was one of those for you. That's it was good. one of those. And That's I'm awesome. not saying that I actually like, like nailed it, nailed it. I'm just saying, <laughs> I just really enjoyed delivering it. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. I totally have those. Like I have one for sure that I'll bring up on my list that huh. just felt that way to me. Uh huh. Um, yeah. And it's like, oh, sometimes even you get surprised by it on stage. You're like, oh. Yeah. This came together where sometimes I'll get surprised by it. Like in when I go to practice it, like before yeah. and I'll be like, oh, wow, I think this actually might be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm getting something out of it. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Tim Nellis talks about a lot. One of our pastors here, 
he talks about, he gets emotional when he preaches often. Uh-huh. And he said, one of the reasons he gets emotional is because he's listening to his words as he's sharing them. And he's like, oh, and not that, oh, that's such a good like sentence I just said. It's like good for me. But it's more, yeah, it's like more like, oh, that's so good for me. And it like, <laughs> just makes him like start crying, crying. That's awesome. That's actually really awesome, even though I'm like the biggest one that gives him a hard time about I know. that. But uh, for sure. But I actually, that's really great. If those yeah. words can be mid-sermon ministering to your heart it's totally. really cool yeah it's really cool so yes yeah, so that was sunday and then saturday uh we had one of marie's side of the family's christmas party Ooh. so we had probably about 25 30 people in uh, her parents home so we did christmas carols we did like a little christmas play with all 17 grandkids Whoa. which is fun um, this is not replacing your Christmas no, day this or is Christmas an addendum Eve. appendix. <laughs> oh, it's also all this. Okay. Okay. So that was Saturday night. My brother was in town from San Jose, California. Oh. So he brought his three kids down mainly because his wife was in Minnesota for her parents 50th anniversary. And I think he didn't know what to do with his three kids. So he just drove in the car That's funny. down here, hung out with us for a few days, which was great. And we went Christmas light looking at Pine Street, your old street. That's right. And uh, we also went to Crystal Cove down on Friday, and it was like 75, 76 degrees down there, warm. It was just like one of those banner days where you're like, oh, this is why we live here. Did you? And we saw a whale. Really? How far off? Big old whale. Uh, I don't know. I'm bad with distances. Maybe like 400 yards. Nice. Yeah. You could see it like spouting. Yeah, spouting, water. and then just like and the, the slow, tail. like oh yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. never saw the tail. I just but saw the like back. The, yeah, the back. Oh, I so like, I don't know what kind of whale it was. I like whales. I know <laughs> who doesn't like whales. Yeah, whenever you see a whale, it's just like you're hyped. It's yeah, so cool. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So busy, busy weekend, but good weekend. Okay. What about you? What about you? Uh, get ready for the the ding noise here. But um, <laughs> yes, I did go to my last U two. Let's show. go. Let's go. So, yeah, I went to my last YouTube show of this uh, stint they are doing at the Sphere. Um, so they're doing another 14 shows, but that was my last one. So I went to four shows, and this was the fourth, and it was epic. So still epic, and I was had floor seats for this one, so it's just, just like standing room, general admission floor. And uh, it was awesome. Super close, like without really trying at all. Just got like a pretty good spot and just – uh had a blast. So quick little turnaround, but that's uh, yeah. why I was not there on Sunday morning. But uh, yes, sir. Question. Yeah. I see that hand. When you, so you've done this four times now. Do you have some routines of driving in and out of Nevada? Like, oh, we always stop at the uh, in and out in Barstow or. Oh, dude. So this time. Uh, so no, I've done something different every time. Once I went to that mad Greek. In, in, uh, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah in Baker, California. Yeah, uh, and it's like a just a fast food Greek restaurant. Uh-huh. And then um, one time, I only did three trips. Like I think with my kids, we didn't stop anywhere. We just like we had lunch like closer and then blasted had out some there. snacks or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We had sandwiches in the car. That's right. So then this time, we stopped in Barstow uh-huh. at the original Del Taco. Whoa! And the Barstow Del Taco has like some different items on the menu. What? Or they make the items too. Like they're they're like what you, if you go to Del Taco and you order like the Del Taco, it's yeah. like the little bigger crispy shell taco. Uh-huh. Um so the their version of that at this uh, at this Barstow place, like the sh- the tortilla or like the the cheesy hard shell <laughs> taco shell thing is like a little crispier, a little thinner. Ooh. It really is different. 
sadly I've been to Del Taco enough to like know the difference. <laughs> know the difference. But then they they put like a slice of tomato like on top of it. What? Instead of like diced tomatoes on yeah. top of it, they just they have a one tomato slice laying on top of the taco because that's like how they did it originally. Whoa, that and, excites me. It's just me. like this little ode to like yes, back in the fifties or whatever when wow. Del Taco was founded. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just kind of cool. So and I have so many questions about that. Number one. <laughs> You wouldn't think that a chain like Del Taco would start in a place like Barstow, like that it would catch, I guess, all the people from Los Angeles driving to Las Vegas. I know. Stopped there and said, you got to bring one here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that what happened? Probably. I, th- I think Taco Bell started like out there too. Really? Like somewhere, somewhere super like terrible. Kevin McMurtry, can you fact check that? Mm-hmm. Where did Taco Bell originate? Appreciate that. Thank and you. And then the quote is somewhere horrible. <laughs> 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 and sadly, it's it's really true that Barstow is a horrible place. We we had that. Do you ever have that discussion when you're driving far, and you're in these places where it looks like there's like 20 houses <laughs> in the middle of already, literally nowhere? I already know what you're gonna say. And you're just like, who lives here? What do they do with their lives? Yes. Like, what does this look like living here? Yes. You know. Um. I was like, I don't know. There's. It's just you know. There's lots of like. <laughs> Like jokes you could say. About I actually all that, had that but, very question in yeah. Lost Hills, California. So that's uh, if you go the five freeway mm-hmm. and you hit an uh, uh, intersection called the 46, that actually cuts through California. If you go west, it goes to San Luis Obispo area. Yes. If I you do go know this. east, it goes towards like Fresno area. Um, but I asked somebody in Lost Hills, I'm like, hey, where do you live that you work at this gas station? Yeah. They're like, oh, I live like 20 minutes away. So they drive in from somewhere else that's even farther away. I was like, whoa. I know. And that's what we were like, even driving through Barstow, we we're like, is this just, is this whole city just self-perpetuating? <laughs> like we just live out here and then like this guy's a dentist, this guy's got a tire shop, yes. this guy's got a whatever restaurant and it's just to make Barstow exist. How do you think they lived like in gold rush times? I know, but that felt like, so maybe back then though, there might've been some purpose of having Barstow. Like, and it's probably a similar purpose of now. Like, you need, like, a way station yeah. along the way. Yeah. Right? But sometimes it's just, like, a creepy, like, 10 houses in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and you're just, like, it's not a very nice area. And so, yeah, it's rough. Something's going on Yeah, there. something's going on. But so today's, today's pod is sponsored by Del Taco. There you so go. So, Del Taco, if you're listening right now, all the way out in Barstow, no offense, can you send us some Del Taco coupons? Go. Now, there's the other, I thought I actually thought about having today's podcast be sponsored by a restaurant on the other end of the spectrum. Okay. From Del Taco. Okay. And that is a restaurant called Patty's Place in Seal Beach. Really? Patty's Place in Seal Beach is owned by Nick Kiros, who like, who goes here to Calvary Church, Nick yes. and Didi. Yes. And um, so he's kind of like the owner, general manager of this restaurant. Uh-huh. And it's unbelievable. Oh. And he had me come. I came down and like did like a prayer. Like he wanted like to have like kind of like a yeah. dedication prayer. That's cool. And I read this prayer that I like I, I sort of prayed. I I always say like I prayed like normal. Like I just like prayed yeah. casually. But and then I also had this. Um, I found this beautiful prepared prayer called uh, a liturgy for an artisanally prepared meal. Hmm. Uh, I have this book called Every Moment Holy. Yeah. And it's like all these little prayers of like little regular moments of life. I love that book. Yeah. Okay. You know this book? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I read this prayer. I prayed this prayer and he was just like really moved by it. Hmm. And it was cool. Like he printed up, he, he like printed it up and then, um, had it framed and mm. he put one in the restaurant hmm. and then one and he gave me yeah, one, that's cool. uh, which was like really, really cool. But yeah. like, I can't recommend 
and so when I did that, then we had it's kind of fun. Like we sat down, the, the owner of the restaurant and I sat down and like had a meal. Had together. a meal, yeah, yeah, that's pretty unique. And it was like incredibly delicious. Uh, huh. And it's like a nice steakhouse kind yeah. of place. Um. So anyway, okay. Just, like, so if you really don't have good. Christmas Eve or <coughs> New Year's Eve they, plans, yeah. yeah, there you go. Or just plans in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Patty's Place. Yeah. So anyway, Patty's Beach. Place. Really good. Yeah. So the pot sponsored by Del Taco on one end. Yeah. Patty's Place on the other. Yeah. If you if you want both ends of this the spectrum, which um, makes sense because Del Taco kind of goes out one end. Too. Oh, settle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's make this transition because we okay. got a lot of top five lists that we hope you are interested in as yes. much as we are. Yes. Uh, so it is time for the top five of the Calvary Life podcast. Do you want to trade back and forth who yep. picks the topic? Yep. And then, okay. All right. You want me to go first? Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's start with something that seems very like typical pastors would start with this. Okay. Let's start with books. Okay. This could be a book you read this year uh-huh. or came out this year. It's not uh-huh. just like what was released this okay. year. Okay. You know, but um, uh, I'll go first with one then you and you can do one and we can get, we can get to like. As long as we get to at least five total, sure. we might each list our five. Sure. Um, okay. So for first one, I reread a book this year called Dangerous Wonder by Mike Iaconelli, mm-hmm. and I have just like loved reading it. So mm-hmm. it's awesome, and it's all about how we should rediscover our childlike faith. Mm-hmm. And so he has a, a real way with words to get you to kind of reconsider like your heart towards God in that mm-hmm. kind of way. And it's also a fun, easy read. It's really mm-hmm. good. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, Mike Iaconelli, huge influence on youth ministry pastors of the 70s, 80s, 90s, yep. and beyond. Um, yeah, that's a great book. I have one also kind of in the ministry realm, Christian life realm, I guess, if you want to term it from our previous discussion. But yeah. it's called The Common Rule by Justin Whitmill Early. And uh, you know if you have a three-named author, oh, yeah. that's gonna be, it's going to be deep. <laughs> but, uh, so he is uh, was on the mission field for okay. many years and then moved back to the States. He lives on the East Coast and he became a lawyer. So that's even interesting in itself huh. from a missionary to a full-time corporate lawyer. But as he became a corporate lawyer, he began realizing that the disciplines of the faith were harder for him to incorporate than it was when he was in full-time vocational ministry. Mm. So he started like thinking through, okay, what's it look like for me in my corporate job to have these rhythms of my day and my week. And then at the same time he was having, he got married and he was having a family. And so what does it mean for my family to also participate in these rhythms of my life? And so it's basically, okay, how do we create a common rule for our family to live a rule of life in a sense? We've talked about rule of life before, but I just like the way he wrote. It feels very practical yet also like kind of like puts even for a guy like me who's in vocational ministry, I'm like, Ooh, I've never thought about that or, Ooh, that's like, yeah, that kind of stretches me a little bit. And so, cool. Yeah. I think it'd be a great book for anyone here to pick up. It's called common rule, Justin Whitmill early. And if you go to his blog, he's got some other books he's out, has out and he has a podcast that he does. He's just, he's a very intelligent, um, good thinker. Okay. I am going to take you in a different direction. Yeah. I'm currently reading a book called the three body problem. (laughs) I already love it. I forget. It's like a, actually, cause it's the author is Chinese. Like it's actually written originally in Chinese. Whoa. And oh my goodness. I, I, it's like six in uh-huh. CI. I don't know how to, I, I'm like, actually like 
have zero idea how to pronounce. But if you find Chinese the title, words, yeah. three body problem, the three body problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now it is a kind of like it's a bit of a sci-fi book, mm-hmm. but it is like it starts taking place within kind of like this revolutionary China mm-hmm. where like all this like thought revolution was taking place, but it also then we and it's all about these like physicists and stuff, and so you're kind mm-hmm. of like learning about. And it, I'm like super stupid about this kind of stuff, everyone, just so you know, like when it comes to math, like math science, STEM, STEM related <laughs> things, I am not smart about it. But this book like really does kind of explain some things. And um, the three body bo- problem is kind of like a classic um, like physics like uh, question. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, in this in this case, it's like about this world where there. This takes place in the normal world, but then there's this like other kind of like side thing of these three bodies in the sky, like three suns, and then eventually it becomes that the aliens come and stuff like that. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew the aliens were just a sentence away. <laughs> but it's like written in a, it's it's like a very beautiful style of writing. So mm. it's kind of like an elevated sci-fi, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like it's written really well, and I was like turned onto this book by. My daughter is reading, like, mm. it's a trilogy, and she's reading the second one in her dystopian literature class at Biola. Oh, yeah. And they're like, because it's just like the writing is so beautiful. Huh. They're like discussing this book. Yeah. So um, I actually don't know if I've really read much by like Chinese authors either. Yeah. So it's kind of stretching in some of those ways. And it's just an interesting sci fi book. Huh. So, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. I need. It's on brand, right? I like it. <laughs> I like it. That's going to, I think it's going to benefit some of our readers. And, uh, yeah, I think, and, and again, this goes back to our other conversation too, that just the beauty of creativity, yeah. the beauty of writing can be a way that, oh, wow, that inspires me to either creatively write yeah. or think through my own thoughts that then help me articulate even my own beliefs yeah. in God. So it's like, yeah. I think there is like common grace to yeah. all that. Yeah, it's interesting. It's got like a little bit of that because that time of China kind of when it was like kind of beginnings of communism and some yeah. of that stuff was like this this revolutionary period was also kind of like a little bit of like this thought police era too, where people were being policed about what they think and believe. Hmm. And that's always like kind of 1984, sort of like an interesting dynamic. Cause it's like, yeah. what is like, anyway, kind of what's appropriate in there. Yeah. So anyway, it's just got lots of like thoughtful stuff. So that's, that's one. Great. Yeah. So three body problem. Okay. Mine might be a little bit surprising. We talked about it actually this year on the podcast, but it was really influential encouraging, interesting book for me to read, but you have to do it on audio. And it's actually Bono's Songs of Surrender. Yes. Just Surrender. Surrender. surrender, I'm sorry. Yeah. So I listened to that, the audio version, because someone told me it's the best audio production that's ever been produced, created for a book. And so I'm like, okay, if I'm going to listen to this or read it, I'm going to do it that way. And literally, I think I even mentioned this earlier this year, I was in my driveway at times, parked, (laughs) ready to go get in the house, but just wanted to listen to five more minutes of it. Get the chapter so, done. Yeah. yeah, I know. So it was such a fascinating kind of behind the scenes of his life. Um, and then there's songs mixed into mm-hmm. it. So I would definitely recommend the audio version of that. And it, it, you could you could bust out. I think it is. Is it like 30 hours or something on the audio? It's, it's pretty long. It's probably something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's a commitment, but it just felt like it flew by for me. Yeah. Now, I know people might like put aside my thoughts about this because of my fandom <laughs> but uh it's really really an excellent audiobook in like i agree about that production and stuff so um and if you don't know about like bono he's not just a rock star like he has been involved in some like 
major movements of either humanitarian or political things, uh, been like been an influence of major world leaders from Gorbachev to George Bush, you know? So it's just like had lots of interesting stuff in his fight against AIDS or malaria or other world hunger and some stuff like that. So it's pretty compelling, like beyond just like the music world. Yeah. He, he drops so (coughs) many names, but it doesn't feel like in an arrogant way. He's just kind of describing these meetings that take place. Yeah. And you feel like you almost have a seat at the table as you're hearing these conversations. It's like so fascinating. That one, the fact that Mikhail Gorbachev popped by his house unannounced or, or, or Bono forgot to tell his wife and he just right. like rang the doorbell and Can Bono forgot he was coming over. Yes. Like it's crazy. The I leader know. of the Soviet Union. Like what? I mean, <laughs> if you came by my house, I would tell Marie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But that's like how often that stuff's happening. All yeah. right. Um, okay. I'll do one more. You want to do one more too? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I'll go back to Sirius. Let's say I like that book, um, Winsome Conviction by Tim mm, Muehlhoff. Yeah. Um, so Tim Muehlhoff's a Biola professor, more in like the communications world, uh, but is also like kind of theo- theologically trained at some mm-hmm. level as well. Um, but it's like a book about how do you argue, quote unquote, argue or discuss like these difficult topics and issues of our day, but in a way that doesn't just turn people off. Mm. Because like we've we I think hopefully we're starting to realize that the way that we talk about politics or issues matters as much as like what we say about it. Um, if we want people to actually like think about it, yeah, and, and potentially change Be changed. their minds, yeah. yeah, yeah. So instead of just wanting to say our thing, kind of our like social media rant, mm-hmm. how can we discuss things in in a way that's helpful? Yeah. So anyway. That's good. I need to read that. That's a good encouragement to me. I need to pick that up. Yeah. Winston. It's been on my, it's been on my, my queue. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then I have one more too. It's more in the ministry area, but it's called Gaining by Losing by J.D. Greer. And J.D. is a pastor out of, it's called the Summit Church in North Carolina. And his whole book is a little bit of his journey as a pastor and really going all in on missions for the church. Mm. So we're not going to be just a church with missions and with missionaries, but we're going to be a church like of missionaries in a sense. A surprise, surprise. That I'm <laughs> I gave like that pushing an, that. I gave that an eye roll though. Right. No, but just because every, per, if yeah. they wrote a small groups book, they say, are you going to be a church of totally. small groups? Yeah, everyone anyway, has their going. own yeah, angle yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> even if you're not a pastor, I think mm-hmm. this would be just a helpful book to read. There's some even great lines in there. Like we are more than an audience. We're an army that's called a, be deployed in a sense. Mm-hmm, you got to be kind mm-hmm. of careful with some of that military yeah. <laughs> imagery sometimes. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I just really appreciate that whole theme there. And then um, there's this idea that he goes, we send, we we decided to send out our best people to church plant, church church planting overseas. And he goes, they were so painful at times because like, oh, my my best friend on staff mm. left to go plant a church. And I was like, oh, this, how does this, God, this hurts. And yet they saw over the course of time how God just even used all those efforts to kind of give themselves away. So the title of the book is Gaining by Losing. So it's the idea is as we kind of, quote, unquote, lose people Mm -hmm. to their callings, we actually are are given so much. It's awesome. Okay, good, good. All right, so we've given you guys some some books that we like. Those are some books. Some other books that I won't necessarily talk about that I wrote here is What If Jesus Was Serious. I did too. A book called Disciple Shift. Ooh. About discipleship, uh, the way of the dragon or the way of the lamb mm-hmm. by Jamin Goggin and Kyle Strobel. So mm-hmm. there's just a couple others, just to real quickly, like say some. Um, but let's do. Oh, you pick the next topic. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Sans. Okay. Let's go. 
top five songs of the Cavalry Life, po- Life Podcast. Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> um, all right, go for it. What's your What's your songs? Well, this was a special year for me looking back because uh, in during COVID, I discovered uh, an artist named John Guerra. And John is oh, kind yeah. of a small, smaller, I guess, a known artist. Uh, he was a worship pastor in t- in Chicago at a big church. Ended up moving to Austin, kind of where all the cool uh-huh. indie musicians now live. And he's just been writing songs with his wife and a few other people there. He actually has been writing soundtracks too for Hollywood, all the way from Austin. Uh-huh. He wrote some of the soundtrack for um, Terrence Malick's um, epic film Tree of Life, and yeah. so he's just a very talented guy. I found and discovered him during COVID, and he became kind of like a little bit of a soundtrack for my life during that time. But this year, he came out with a new album, and he came to Calvary. Mm-hmm. So we invited him to come play um, kind of sort of a last-minute show this summer. Mm-hmm. And so he came and uh, played in Fellowship Hall. It was like this little intimate yeah. setting. There were probably about maybe 70 of us there, and it was just incredible to hear so him cool. live. And so I think he's one of my top artists, and then he has a song called Thank You, Lord, that um, has played a couple times as I've been doing things around town, and I've just had to stop and just nice. gone, oh, Lord, so much to be blessed by. You are so good. And so, again, he's not necessarily like a – I guess he is a Christian artist in some ways, but he has just kind of even <laughs> the theming of that um, <laughs> maybe it's broader for broader audience. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I looked at my list. I don't think I – I only have one uh, – I don't know if I have any Christian bands on my list, actually. I do because we did a separate thing of like worship songs. Oh yeah, yeah. To sing, so I did like put some like worship songs. Okay, so maybe I'm like crossing categories a little bit. No, no, no. I don't think the John John Gare is not like writing songs we're singing in church. That's is he? true. Okay, yeah. no, no. So I think it's different. Um, but uh, again, these are not necessarily have to be songs that came out this year. Just songs we've enjoyed this year. Yes. Okay. So I have made a determination of what my favorite U two song is. <laughs> Whoa, this is breaking news. So I've, it's like, it's going to be so like, duh, a little bit of like mm-hmm. what it is. If, if you like know anything about you two mm-hmm. um, or just like music of the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I used to think it was like cool to like the stuff that nobody else liked. You know, mm-hmm. like I only would say, I would say some song you've never heard of. Oh, yeah. right. Seconds off of the war album from 1983 <laughs> is the coolest song ever. You know, whatever, yep. something like that. Yeah. But then I just like came to this realization that, you know what? With or Without You is my favorite U2 song. Whoa. Yeah. It's just With or Without You. It's just like. A, As you've heard it live, it's kind of cemented in your live, mind. Live, it's like, it's so incredible. Huh. It's, there's something about the guitar this little lick, this little just like yeah. simple thing that he does on the guitar yeah. that like really like kind of moves me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's just, it's my favorite song, With or Without You. It's epic. I Listen to it. I, I think you're not going out on a limb. <laughs> no. It's like, def- it's like their most famous song probably, like yeah. at some level. I think it's like the most listened to one on Spotify. Yeah. And, but I just was like, I don't know. I don't think I have to like, I, I know all the... The cool songs, like there's a song called The Troubles on one of their newer albums. It's mm. like so intense and moving. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, you know, the little things that give you away is another song by them that I like really love, mm-hmm. but like that no one's heard of. Yeah. And uh, those are like more like hipster, like if you're like, you know, indie U2 guy yeah. or whatever. Yeah, totally. <laughs> if you could call one of the biggest rock bands in the world, like <laughs> indie. Um, well, they started off that way, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess everybody does, except for like yeah, that's the, true. the boy bands. Made yeah, that are manufactured. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, wow, that's breaking news right there. So yeah, there you go, man. I like it. 
Which Taylor Swift song is on your top five list? Okay, it's funny that you say that. It's not on my list, yep. but um, I heard a Taylor Swift song over the weekend, and uh, shake it off, shake it off, <laughs> shake, shake, shake. I don't have a good You just do, heard that do, song? Do. No, I mean, I just listened. I, I oh, overheard just it this it. weekend okay, in the mall, okay. and I was like, that's such a good song. <laughs> it's such a good song. It's just happy. Uh, just, like, makes you feel good. That's amazing. It is kind of like saying... With or without, use your favorite U2 song because that's yeah, like it's the, song. the radio hit right. or whatever. Or if I said like, yeah, like Beautiful Day or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So that's but funny. It's just a happy song. No, I just, good. I had that very thought this weekend. I think my favorite Taylor Swift song this year was August. It's a song called August. Hmm. Yeah. Off of, I think it's the Folklore album or maybe Lover. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. But I. Give me a little bar of it. I don't, no, I don't know it. I'm not doing that. But a lot of that gets played in my car. So okay, yeah, when, we're, used to when we're driving. So, so yeah. yeah, I have another one too. I had like a, about a month deep dive into Paul Simon. <laughs> I just Paul like, Simon's amazing. Dude. I don't know why I, and maybe this even dates how old I am or what, but, um, I felt like I kind of knew about Paul Simon as I was growing up. Yep. Um, there was the album they had like the African yeah, music dude. too. Graceland. Um, yeah, which is incredible. But then there was like a podcast I listened to this earlier this spring that like mentioned him and he was interviewed mm. um, on it. And then that just took me into a deep dive of listening to Paul Simon and Garfunkel, Garfunk, Simon and Garfunkel too. So good. And even their whole backstory of how they were high school buddies and then kind of like now like alienated from each other and that kind of yeah. thing. And so I actually spent time listening to their Central Park concert which i think is like 1972 or something yeah it's a classic just incredible Mm. it's just the musicianship is amazing the crowd that was there too it was like a live recording it was like so who do you think who do you think made that duo was it garfunkel or was it was it paul simon oh i mean i think it's i guess who's who's endured right yeah yeah i don't know both incredible but yeah i really like them together but yeah so Paul Simon's like that Graceline album was played. That was like one of my mom's favorite albums. Huh. It was played in my house like so much when huh. I was when I was young. Uh-huh. So that's just like ingrained in me. Yeah. So he came out with a new album this year called Seven, uh, Seven oh, Psalms, yeah. Seven Psalms. Yeah. And it's kind of like this spiritual, like searching for meaning, which is super interesting. Mm-hmm. Kind of hear his take. He's like a, I guess he would call himself a secular Jew. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And so you almost by the end of it want him to be like, and the answer is Jesus. <laughs> like, but he just never gets there. Yeah. But yeah, it's if you get a chance, dial that up on your device and listen to that seven Psalms. That's interesting about that secular Jew thing, because he does seem like someone with some like he understands like biblical metaphor. Yeah. He uses some here and there. He does. Yeah. But he also does feel like a seeker. Yeah. And yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. But um. Which makes for meaningful music. I think the the, the seeker mm-hmm. music is is very intriguing music. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, just yeah, it's yeah. Good. I have a little bit of a pet peeve, and that is, I just get so tired of the music that just talks constantly about boyfriends, girlfriends, heartbreak. Yeah, yeah it gets old. Things like that. Like I know, like a Taylor Swift uses that as like a motif for like kind of. She uses maybe that as the genre, but she talks about other things within that. But sure, yeah, I just get kind of bored of like, I don't know, these whole like. Uh, you loved me, now you don't. Yeah, totally. <laughs> type thing. So I like people <laughs> like Paul Simon, who seem like more like they're on some type of journey. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I like, uh, I've got kind of like into, re-into that band Keen this year. Huh. So they've got a song I like, really like called um, Everybody's Changing. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the, they're most famous songs that like Somewhere Only We Know or whatever uh, song. But like, I don't know, it's just like really good. Mm-hmm. I, I forget what like hit me of like, 
everyone's well like kind of like what you did with Paul Simon. Like I just sort of did with Keen, where it's like that's the cool thing about Apple Music or Spotify yes. nowadays is like you can just be like, oh, I remember that band. Like I yeah. want to like I'm just gonna listen to their. You know, on Spotify, it's called like "This Is Keen" or yeah. "This Is You Too" or whatever. You can just like listen to a bunch of their good stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then, uh, so yeah. So I don't know. That was one. I don't know. That's pretty good though. Yeah. Uh, is that enough? You yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you you chose songs. I'm gonna choose apps for your phone. Ooh. <laughs> I like it. What are some apps for your phone that you use? You can just kind of. We don't have to like spend a lot of time on sure. this. But just boom, hit me with three apps that you like on your phone and why really quick. Yep. So uh, one is WhatsApp. So that's kind of grown in popularity. We have a family thread. Um, my siblings on this. So we use WhatsApp. It's free. It's pretty uh, encrypted. It feels like it is. So you can kind of like share yeah. a bunch of stuff without feeling like your data is going to get stolen on that. And then a ton of our missionaries use WhatsApp too. Yeah. So that's one of actually the primary ways that I communicate with a lot of our Calvary missionaries. That everyone outside of America uses WhatsApp. Yeah. Like literally. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Is that what you found even being <laughs> on the gem board oh, and yeah. everything? If you want to talk to people overseas, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. And it's just a good way to text without fees and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So mm -hmm. I was yeah. actually telling my kids this last week. I said, there was a time when Skype came out and mm -hmm. we were so excited about Skype, but you'd have to put money into your account if you wanted to call someone. Like <laughs> yeah, I was, I was on a couple missions trips and so I would load some money in there so I could call Marie um, on that. And now it's like, you would never think about that. Yeah. Everything's just free with yeah, Wi-Fi. Is that amazing? That's yeah. cool. So that's one of mine. Right. What is your? What about yours? Uh, well, you just said what? Keep going. Boom. Oh, okay. Rattle them off. Okay. So version. I guess that'd be more of like a, a typical one for a pastor to say. Yeah. I have a little streak going right now. I'm gonna show you. Oh, nice. I'm at 82 days right now of opening my what my uh, my my U version. So this is a great version of the Bible. Has uh, different translations on here. Has audio versions connected to a lot of the translations. Mm -hmm. And it has a verse of the day, too, which yesterday was so cool. Yesterday, the verse of the day was uh, Romans uh, 15. Um, 13. 13, nice. which was what we ended my message on, too, yeah. which was so cool. So uh, it's just kind of an easy way to digest the scriptures and Absolutely. be reminded of it each day. So that's one. And then I also have, I just discovered this about 11 days ago. Oh, and yeah. I'm going to bless you guys with this app right now. This is going to oh, change your life. It's Dialing something up here, guys. Are you just playing piano right now? Or bells? It's the it's oh, the xylophone, it's xylophone app. It looks like you guys. Like it that is incredible. Fisher Price, <laughs> like when he's holding that Fisher Price xylophone or whatever, that classic 50s kids toy you could get. It is amazing. It's amazing. So I've been learning different Christmas songs on my xylophone app. Everybody should get it. Were you just playing that from memory? Yes. Or it's not like, it doesn't say on there to play no. Joy to the World. I've learned it. Whoa, you guys, that was incredible. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. I think it was. I think that was pretty cool. <laughs> so it's called Easy Xylo. Wow, that's a good one. X-Y-L-O. Okay. Look it up. Change your life. Dang, sponsored by the pod. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with Surfline. Uh-huh. If you guys uh, need to check if there's any waves that day, Surfline's the app for you. Now, doesn't that cost money, though, like to actually... There's a free version and a paid version. Okay. Uh, if you really want to use the app, it's a paid, you got to have the paid version. Okay. Um, but if you are a surfer, if you surf regularly, you probably have already have the paid version. <laughs> so most people do. Um, but it's like, uh, it's one of those paid apps that for me, it's just like, it's going to subscribe every year no matter what. Because hmm. you can check the cams of any... 
that's the thing. It's the cams that you can't get on yeah. the on the free version. You can check if like what it's going to be two to three foot tomorrow or okay. whatever at Bolsa or Doheny. Or yes, you can check that. Ooh, I should get that for Samuel for Christmas, dude. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't have that already. I know, um, but I think it's like a hundred bucks. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like a must have. Yeah, and, and you can have that then with like on your like I think the whole family can have it or whatever. Okay, what else? Um, uh, Life 360. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you would like to know where the other people in your family are at all times, uh, you can do that with Life 360. It's incredible. <laughs> it even shows you how fast that person is going in their car if yes. they are in a car. Um, so I would say to parents, if you choose to have Life 360 for your kids, which I do recommend actually, um, but is to do it with like conversation and yeah. disclosure. Yes. So you're just like, Hey, full disclosure. We all have this. We all do it. This is part of you having a phone. Um, you know, so that's kind of our thing. It's like, if you want to have a phone for free, you can, you can have it with life 360. Yep. And, uh, we're all going to know where each other are. And what's cool is like, they know where I am yeah. and I know where they are. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's a mutual thing. Yeah. So. I think it's very helpful. It's honestly not just helpful for the like whole like make sure kids don't get in trouble kind of thing, but it's also helpful for is my wife almost home <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, I better clean up really quickly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like I'm going to I'm making dinner and I'm trying to like see, you know, if she's like on her way home yet mm-hmm. or whatever, if I should like start whatever, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or yeah, we uh, joke in our family because we have it too. I think probably maybe my based on recommendation, mm-hmm. we joke that really um, we got it for me that he's <laughs> always like, Marie's like, where's Matt? Yeah. Are you still at church? Right yeah, now? exactly. Um, I don't know. So that's one. I actually really like, uh, the, I like this group me app that we use in our mm-hmm. fantasy football league. Yes. It's another good, like group messaging app. Uh-huh. If you don't want to just use texting or you're uh-huh. annoyed by your friends with an Android phone, uh, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, so group me is a pretty good, yep. um, like one of, one of those, but yeah. What else you got? Anything else? Ooh, I'm scrolling through right now to see if there's anything worthy to to share with uh, the Chick-fil-A app. Oh, yeah, I've got so that, So the Chick-fil-A app last year was Game Changer. Whenever the Angels would score, I think it was seven runs in a baseball game, Yeah, you would get a free chicken sandwich yes. if you had the app. And it's like a pretty good rewards program yes. if, you do, if you just do that on there. Yes. So if you go there ever at all, like uh-huh. it's, it's worth doing it. Yeah. And what I like doing, so... Calories, we're pretty close to a Chick-fil-A. Every once in a while, I'll go to Chick-fil-A for lunch, especially if I'm just doing a quickie, mm-hmm. like lunch just myself. Mm-hmm. And I will order it on the app while I'm still here at church. Yeah. And I will click then the button that says, I'm already there. Uh-huh. And then I drive over there, and I'll walk in the door, and they'll just be like, Eric? Whoa. And, I, and my order timed like, it perfectly. It's like perfect. Yes. Because if you don't click that you're already there, they won't start making it yet. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's the okay, but I the think hack. there's a, I don't know, but I think there's something they can tell if you're not there yet. Like if you're not close, like maybe here at Calvary, you're close enough to the one that you're no, no, ordering no. from. There's a there's a default button that says someone else is picking it up. Either I'm already there, <laughs> you've thought about I'm this. already there, or someone else is picking up my order. Oh, that's you amazing. click that and they will make it. So if you don't care if it like potentially could sit there for a minute or something, sure. Um, then, then that's the that's the way to do it. Oh, that's great. Robert Carter taught me that little hack. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's good. Uh, I got one more for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Orange Public Library. Oh, so Ooh, they have an uh, app. yeah. So Keeley, no offense to you in Anaheim, because I know you have a great library there too. But Orange yes. is a little bit closer to where we live. Yes. But the cool thing about this too is you can check out books and have them online. 
So you just uh, check them out and you can read them online for free without having to go there. I guess it's free anyway, but like you can just do it from your Kindle, your book, your even from the app. It's really nice. Oh, that's cool. Guy, especially if you're like using it for like research wise. Yes. That's like super helpful. For sure. Um, like for students or whatever. Yep. And you can do this too. We have missionaries that actually have this app that check out books from overseas and read them. It's great. So my other favorite app is mozzarella sticks. <laughs> What's this? Oh, just as an appetizer. It's my favorite app. <laughs> dad joke. It's a dad joke right there. All okay. Right, let's, the next let's move over to ooh, TV shows. TV shows or movies that you've enjoyed in 2023. Okay. Either TV shows or movies. So I have this TV show that I've been liking that's a little bit embarrassing. I, I, <laughs> I love it's, it. It's up my... This uh, is a safe place to it's share. It's up my sci-fi genre okay. range, um, which I have a few of those. <laughs> but there's this one I've been watching called Monarch Legacy of Monsters. <laughs> Wait, you're going to need to repeat that again because we have people that are breaking out their pens to write this down. <laughs> this is not like some Christian show or something. <laughs> but it is like Monarch Legacy of Monsters, and it is about like... So it's like in the Godzilla verse, okay? It's in this whole universe of like Godzilla and those kind of monsters, like actual oh, Godzilla. That's so good. And but it's like these people that first like discovered these, like they call them titans, uh-huh. these like giant monsters, okay? Like King Kong or or Godzilla. These okay. are like titans, and uh, and like how they like created like a world to try to like fight them or protect themselves from them but it's a little more like about the people it's like the monsters you'll see them every long once in a while on the show but it's a little more about these like this these like the story of these people and like how do people like just live and survive in a world with these monsters in them Mm. which is kind of interesting because it's just like a little bit of a different take than just like watching Godzilla battle some sure. like, some other monster for forty five minutes, right? Which is what most of those movies which, are. Yeah, about. which is what those are. But that kind of gets boring to me, honestly. Uh-huh. It's kind of like the forty five minute fight scene at the end of an Avengers movie. Yeah, it kind of just like, oh, we get it, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> which is cool for a little while. But yeah. Anyway, so that's uh, I like that. That's like I thought that. Where one. do you find that show? I think that one's on Apple. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. Mm-hmm. You got one? Um, so my son Seth um, and I have a little love of like Star Wars stuff. I actually am not a – I've loved Star Wars obviously being a kid of the 70s and 80s. But the newer like TV shows and stuff I haven't totally okay. like gotten into. But he loves them, so it's kind of been a neat thing for us to do. Okay. So we had The Mandalorian that came out a couple years ago. They just had their last season. I believe it was came out this year that we watched. Um, and so we really enjoyed that. That was fun. And then the – newest mission impossible that came out beginning of the summer was so good yeah. it's a little long like three and a half hours it's like almost three i think it was plus three hours but we just had so much fun we went to um the stadium cinemas in anaheim or whatever that's called whatever that's uh whatever right by the catella century um, 25 yeah, century 25 yep. we went there we had epic theater watching that on the big screen that's one of those mission impossible is a movie that's great to see in the theater and so we had so much fun Watching that, and they're making a new one, but the well, writer's actor strike was kind of slowing things down. Yeah. So it's supposed to come out this next summer. I think they're pushing it back. But uh, well, you didn't have a clue that they were making a new one when it was called Dead Reckoning Part One. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes all you need is Part One. <laughs> well, we told it. <laughs> Sorry, there you go. I like that movie. I saw that movie in the theaters also. It was very fun. I loved that Rome 
chase scene that driving chase oh, scene was so like good. crazy and like uh, so good so some of the i mean obviously like the motorcycle one was like yeah. the most famous stunt but like like some of those other like totally things as well i saw that movie in the theaters by myself huh uh, because I have a family that doesn't care about <laughs> that kind okay. of stuff. And sometimes it's nice to go sit in a movie it theater is. by myself. It can be relaxing. Think. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, good. Oh, God, I'm trying to think which, which ones to say here. Um, let's see. I like this show. This is like, I feel like all these shows I'm going to say are like on Apple TV Plus, <laughs> um, which is kind of weird. But, you know, I also, before I get into that, then I'll say a movie. Okay. I surprisingly liked the new Indiana Jones movie. Huh. That did, hasn't gotten great reviews. Did you see it? I haven't. I've actually heard mixed reviews. Uh-huh. Now, if you just watch it as like a fun ride that's like back to like an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. And it was pretty good. The uh-huh. previous one, the fourth one, the Crystal Skull or whatever, was maybe like the worst movie I've seen in my entire life. <laughs> and, you know, or one yeah. of, in my opinion. So yeah. like this one, I was like. I think my expectations were just like so low yeah. that I, um, that's funny, Solo. Oh, I get it. Because he also plays Han yeah, Solo. That's good. Um, <laughs> I actually like thought that was a really fun. And I just thought like it's like free on, um, if you have Disney Plus right okay. now. Okay. Which like, because I have Hulu. So then it's just, like you get Disney Plus. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. If you have Hulu, it's like a package thing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, there's kind of like a weird random show that I really liked. And I was trying to, th- I don't think there's anything inappropriate in it. Like I'm trying to think about how that was, but it was like, um, it's called drops of God. Huh? And it was this weird show. It's in three languages, uh-huh. <laughs> French, Japanese, and English. And it, it has, it's subtitled then otherwise. <laughs> and uh, you have to actually select like, what's your primary language. Here comes the aliens. No, 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 no aliens. It's no aliens. Drops of God is like a, it's definitely real world. It's a story of this father who is like a, this like super wine expert that Hmm. wrote like the, it was like, as he wrote, this is all fake. Okay. But like, as if he wrote the guy, this wine guide that makes him like super millionaire and some of this wine collection that is like worth supposedly like a hundred million dollars or something. Yeah. And, but he is estranged from his daughter and then he had taken in a, like a pupil, like a person that he had kind of poured himself into of this person that supposedly is like the world's most expert wine person uh-huh. of like, so like there, there's like these like weird world where like people could like identify, huh. you know, there's like, I don't know if you've seen that show Psalm on or heard of that like show Psalm on Netflix, mm. but these people like learn how to like, where they would just smell a wine and they're like, oh, this is from Argentina <laughs> is this type of wine is wow. like, and they'd be right. And they're right. And they like wow. know all this. It's crazy. I to- don't is. totally understand this, but it's this whole premise of this movie. There's this, this French woman who's estranged from her father. And then this Japanese guy who was like this guy's hmm. pupil hmm. and this guy dies and he leaves a contest to them in his will. Oh, interesting. That's a great premise. And it's like, there's this one bottle, this unmarked bottle that the, the executor of the will knows what it is. And they have to like go through this thing of like like, tour the world to try to find it. They have to identify, they they get one sip of it and they have to then identify it. (laughs) What a good setting for a movie. They get like a a a show or a movie. It's a a show. It's a limited series show. Okay. Um, anyway, it was just kind of like a fascinating premise. And it was also like a, discussion of family and is there a good payoff at the end or kind of like and it's like without spoiling it's it. like a decent payoff it's not all about the payoff it's a little more about the process and the okay. payoff yeah um like because it's like is this actually mean what he did to this strange daughter it yeah. seems kind of mean a little bit the guy wasn't he's not a role model this guy yeah. you know yeah. um and uh 
and then this this person this this japanese guy is like the son of like a successful business owner in uh, japan uh, and it's actually very looked down upon to be like uh, into wine yeah as like your life which right. is kind of an, it's kind of like a artist or something yeah, yeah. exactly mm -hmm. and then but this french woman it's like that's so do they fall in love cool the daughter and the i'm not saying oh they have to that's got to be part of the premise <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that was oh, kind of. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. It just was like a little. What's it called different, again? Uh, drops of God. Okay. Because huh. there's like some poem that refers to wine okay. as like drops of God. Yeah. Um, I got one more. It's okay. not really a show or a movie, but I'm gonna throw it in this category. I've just discovered this year. Maybe you guys are way ahead of me on this, but is a comedian named Nate Bargatsky, and I know he's kind of blowing up this year because he was on. There's Saturday no K night. in the last name, by the way. Okay, it's Nate Bargatsky. Nope, you said the K again. I did. Nate, say it. Nate Bargatze. Oh, okay. That's okay. I think I've been saying it wrong this whole whole year. Yeah, it's possible. Okay, that's why we that's why we make these lists so we can <laughs> edit. <laughs> I'm sorry. He, I apologize. I just love his humor. I love it. Yep. So much. Yeah, he's. I love him too. He is just, and he's clean. Yeah. And it's uh, actually amazing that like yeah. he's clean and he's like as, he's so successful and yeah. it just shows you like you don't need all that yeah so on amazon um and that's how i found him was on amazon it's called hello world it is like an hour um stand-up that he did and it's just gold it's gold yeah. it's so good yeah he's awesome he um hosted snl like a month ago mm -hmm. too yep. like if you wanted to look that up um and like yeah anyway he's just like he's super good i agree he's he's amazing um He's funny because he has this sort of bit of like, he plays dumb. Yeah. I actually don't think he's actually as dumb no. as he. Well, you can't think, be to have, no. be that witty with your comedy. Yeah. Yeah. But he has this whole shtick of kind of playing kind of Southern dumb. He's like from Tennessee. He kind of plays like his, yeah. he went to a terrible school. Yeah. doesn't know anything. It's, right. But it's like done so well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Any more on your list? Uh... One other like sci-fi show I like is called Silo. Mm -hmm. um, um, it's like these people that, like it's like end of the world. They live inside this giant silo. It's a weird show. But when, whatever. when do you watch like TV? Well, this year, this year I've probably watched a little more TV than normal huh. um, because my wife's working on her doctorate. Oh yeah, and my dot sixteen-year-old daughter doesn't want to talk to me. No, <laughs> 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 but it is like has been and, and my older daughter's gone yeah and so it's just a little less like uh, gone at school um a little less like uh yeah like i don't know we're just like a little less like doing stuff as a whole yeah. family on like tuesday night sure you know so um yeah so i've been doing that and it does it is a very relaxing thing for me to do mm. um there's a cool show uh, too called hijack with idris elba hmm. about a plane that got hijacked mm -hmm. and he like fights it off or whatever whoa i like that uh the crown is kind of good it's interesting show yeah. um anyway so those are some good ones uh all right you my, pick the category my category top calvary stories or moments this year Oof. moments or stories that happened at calvary this year yeah <laughs> we don't have to each have five again remember just uh sure just some different moments i'm gonna go first okay go my favorite moment at Calvary is uh, we did have this whole weekend with some of our field workers who yeah. translated a um, New Testament of the Bible mm -hmm. into a whole other langu language, and we f and they finished it, and we had this whole celebration of it mm -hmm. in church in July. It was just like incredibly moving with as they were like marching this 
this new Bible, even at the very end of the service after we prayed and commissioned it as they walked out uh, to take that that word out of the church and into the world to go out to the masses um, of this people group. And it was just moving and inspirational, yeah. like just amazing. Totally. So that was like, I think that was like my favorite moment this year at Calvary. Uh, I love that one too. Thanks, man. Um, shoot. I just, just the, I just steal them. I just steal them like a missions Get one from you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, and again, maybe this is not a surprise, but Easter Sunday, 2023 here at Calvary yeah. was really special. Mm. So we had the baptisms, which are always awesome. Yep. Just celebrating life changes. Yep. Uh, I love that. Um, just kind of, the, it feels like a sense, like everyone that's connected to Calvary all comes together on one Sunday. Yeah. Like a lot of times people are traveling or, you know, just different schedules or choices, but it feels like this is a Sunday where everyone that calls Calvary home shows up. And I love that feeling of seeing people being shoulder to shoulder, laughing together, worshiping together, um, and then just talking about the resurrection. Yeah. And you crushed it that day in your sermon. It's <laughs> good. And then yeah, and baptisms. baptisms. Like, how can you yeah. go wrong in that? It was just so great. I agree. So awesome. Yeah. And I think like even as you guys are all listening to this, as you're thinking about Christmas Eve coming up soon, is just one of those kind of moments. Yeah. That moment of all of us lighting the candles together is just such a beautiful time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The lobby is always a fun time on a Christmas Eve, too, because you're kind of like seeing some people maybe who've either they've been away for a while, or they've moved, yeah. and they came back to be in town with their family. And yeah. there's always those kind of moments for college kids that are back in town and stuff yep. like that. So it's uh, those are really good. Um, I The other moment I was going to say, too, is just like the like – the, I feel like in the spring, hmm. there's just sort of, it's interesting because it was kind of like along the lines of the time of some of that revival was happening yeah. back, um, where was that place? Um, back that east. was Asbury. Asbury, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. It's like the word um, left me. But like, I also just feel like we were having some like moments of like worship and prayer mm. within our services that really was just feeling like mm -hmm. it was a significant movement of the spirit and kind of a, a just a different way than normal yeah There's nothing like wild or like out of control or something at all mm. but it was just like really beautiful seeing the way that people were responding to god um yeah so i just think yeah. that was kind of like a moment that i was that i was thinking about yeah that was really great um, just the, yeah. What was that? So that was that spring. I'm trying to like even yeah. date that. Yeah, spring. Yeah, spring. Winter, spring, kind of. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That was great. Um, okay, let me think through other like what was 2023. Um, you don't got anything written down, huh? <laughs> you stole one of mine. Mm. It was uh, the the Bible dedication. Now I gotta like <laughs> think through a little bit deeper. Um, <laughs> um I I would say this. May sound funny on the initial, but um, so we had this meeting on a Tuesday night. We actually did one on a Monday and one on a Tuesday, um, and it was to talk through this idea that we need to move forward with um, getting a new air conditioner. Mm -hmm. And as a church, we had to kind of come together and we had to vote yes or no mm -hmm. on moving forward on this project. And we had uh, a couple of nights where we just gathered together mm -hmm. and we prayed. To, we did a little bit of worship and then we just prayed together. And uh, those were really sacred nights. Yeah, it felt like, okay, yeah, none of us want to, like, talk about air conditioning. Um, it doesn't sound like a very fun mission, totally. you know, missional thing here of a church. But there was something about even just acknowledging that, that yeah. was kind of like, okay, this is just doing life together yeah. as a family. And we're asking God to speak to us, 
collectively, mm. individually. And then there was actually a time where we um, individually kind of shared what we thought mm-hmm. the Lord was maybe leading us to, and then kind of entered that into the bigger group. And yeah, that was, those couple nights were, were pretty cool. And I think mm-hmm. we might even do a few things like that coming up in the, in yeah. the near future, but yeah. I just really enjoyed that. Yeah, I agree. That I agree that those were really special times for me too. And I think maybe just the last one for me is just Christmas tree lighting. I love Ooh. the moment that it's lit and Feliz yeah. Navidad just plays out and everyone's just kind of <laughs> like happy and dancing around. Yes. After we've just read the Christmas story, shared the gospel. Yes. It's like awesome, awesome, mm-hmm. awesome night. So mm-hmm. classic. Love that one. All right. Okay. You, you want to say a topic? You're on yeah, let's too. do restaurants. Okay. What are some restaurants in 2000? I hope, are people following this? Are they, are they interested? I think so. I think okay. they love it. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, you can, you have your choices. You can fast forward. You can. You can delete, exit. You can know if you probably go like a couple minutes ahead, you get to the next topic. <laughs> All right, restaurants. Okay. Restaurants of 2023. Yes. I still love this place called Folks Pizza. Mm-hmm. F-O-L-K-S. Yes. Folks. It's uh, down Costa Mesa, and to me, it's the best kind of more fancy pizza. Not, it's not fancy like it's like bougie ingredients or something, but it's just, but it is like a a nicer restaurant to go to. Yeah. But I think it has the like the best uh, pizza uh-huh. in Orange County. So boom, go. Okay, mine are fairly local around uh, here in Santa Ana, mm-hmm. but is Taco Chico. Oh yeah, so good Taco one. Chico makes great Mexican food. It's on 17th Street. Um, fairly reasonable priced at this point <laughs> in life. Oh, sure. Yeah. And uh, they 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 make the order quickly. Yeah, yep. it's just a, it's been one of my go to spots to have lunch with people. I love Nikki's Pakistani slash Indian restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's really a Pakistani restaurant, um, but they have to put Indian up there to try to get people to like know <laughs> what know what that means. Right. Um, and it's incredible. It's a dive beyond dives. It's just around the corner from Calvary on First Street. And uh, it's N-I-K-I, Nikki's. Uh-huh. Um, and it is awesome. So it yes. has like really good, just like your kind of like chicken tikka masala kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But there's also some other dishes if you want to adventure out uh-huh. i like this one called chicken karai it looks like karahi huh. um and uh it's just like unbelievable and uh so they actually provided the food for that bible dedication yes. um event that we talked about so which was really cool yep uh, i also like this other place called india kitchen is my favorite indian restaurant huh. so i really like like pakistani and indian food i uh-huh. think it's amazing what like just something about the spice and yeah the spices mm-hmm. they they very known for just using like a ton of very like pungent, like in a good way, like mm-hmm. spices, uh, not spicy. It can be spicy, but like you can order it not spicy, but just spiced food. Mm-hmm. Um, um, obviously, like some of these like garam masala, turmeric, some of these things are like cardamom or like kind of typical to this sort of food. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's awesome. So my favorite like Indian food restaurant is called India Kitchen. It's on Red Hill, kind of by the five off Red Hill. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. I like it. Yeah. That's um, good. All right. I got one, too. It's Cafe, it. Cafe Rio. Uh, it's sort of like a Chipotle-style place in Tustin, mm. and uh, that's kind of the go-to to our family. I might even mention this last year on our list. Yeah. But pretty much, if you're looking for the Doan family on a Friday night, there's a good chance that we'll be there between 6 and 7.30. Really? So we love that place. So nice. there's kind of like stuff for everybody in the family. So. Yeah, it's been a it's been a fun place for is us. Is it the one like right by my house, mm-hmm. or is there another one? Yeah, yeah. We usually take it to go, and we park in front of your house, 
And then we just, I hope we see the Wakelands tonight. <laughs> Maybe they'll invite us in to watch that Godzilla movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So topics we still have to come. Okay. Worship songs to sing. Uh-huh. Instagram accounts we follow. Okay. Podcasts we listen to. Okay. Sermons we've either preached and then also sermons we've listened to. Okay. Uh, we can also even do like local ministries we think are cool. Yeah, so those are still on the board. We can kind of crank through these a little bit more. We're sure. like hour and seven in here. Okay. Um, but let's do Instagram accounts we like to follow. Yeah. Because that might even have some things that people think is interesting. Okay. Uh, my favorite one is at Calvary Life. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Absolutely. The reels on there are the best. Yes. Um, but another one I like is uh, it's it's called Mo News. Uh, uh-huh. Mosha, I think, is the actual account. M-O-S-H-E-H. Uh-huh. And it is just an Instagram news account that I think is, I actually think it's like maybe the most like sort of balanced place to find huh. news. It's just like news, not overly opinionated. It's not. You know, it's not trying to express an opinion. Yeah. Um, so that's like one of my favorites as well. Uh-huh. Um, do you want to go? Do you want to go? You yeah, I got a couple. Oh, okay, okay, go for it. Um, so one I really enjoy, I don't know how I found this, but it's called Newport Coastal Adventure. I think it's actually a company it is. that takes you out like on little whale watching adventures yeah. and stuff. But almost every day, speaking of whales, they post like something out in Newport, Dana Point area, Laguna, where they spot a whale. In fact, today... They're following a killer whale off of Newport Beach. That's cool. I've seen that this, like the, these killer whales have been off Newport Beach. Yes. It's amazing. Incredible. So Newport Coastal Adventure. They oh, post almost every good. day. It's good stuff. Uh, so that's one. And I have one that's kind of similar to that. Okay. Bolsa Dave. <laughs> Two words. Yeah. Bolsa, like Bolsa Chica, the beach. Yeah. And Dave. So he goes down to Bolsa Chica every day. Yeah. And just photographs surfers. Oh, And wow. so my kid. Uh, made a Bolsa Dave post last week. Aww. So really, this is just a brag to, yeah, to mention that. But I just enjoy it. Like, he goes down there. Like, I don't know what he does, if he's like a retired guy or something. But he just takes photos of people surfing. And it's just interesting That's to cool. me. And it's always, it's always like artistic and done well. If you can't afford Surfline, just follow <laughs> yeah, Bolsa Dave. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Bolsa Dave. Uh, I like this one. It's called, his name's Jonathan. I don't know how you say it. Malm? Malm? Yes. M-A-L-M? Yes. And it's just this like... He's a guy that's he's like funny. one of these funny, he's just kind of making funny commentary on the church, but he's using these like AI photos that these generated like images. <laughs> and he's just kind of talking about funny little like idiosyncrasies that we have as totally. like church people or like worship bands or like worship time in church or yeah. being a greeter yeah. or like the pastor going too long or just like funny little stuff that's like stuff that you would get because you're um, in the Christian world. You're in that, yeah. yeah church goer world and sometimes it's like a little church staffy ish too yeah. but because it's like written from a church staff perspective i think <laughs> but uh it's pretty funny yeah that's a good one and it's not like mean or anything at all it's like in good humor. yeah in yeah good i humor. feel like it's not like necessarily biting right <laughs> yeah right um another one's kook slams this is just <laughs> totally. showing people again kind of on that surfer thing or today they have one of someone crashing skiing i just kind of it's kind of like America's funniest home, funny, funniest home videos. Just like totally. funny watching people go, ha you fell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real fast. I'll do three others that I like to follow without yep. talking about it too much. Noah Elias. Yes. Uh, Walking the Text is another one. Uh-huh. Um, Noah Elias by Artist Ghost Story Church. You should check it out. But yep. also like a leadership guy. Yep. Walking the Text is a great just guy talking about um, biblical context in cool ways with, with locations. And then I would say GE Mission, <laughs> Greater That's Your great. Mission, and yeah. uh, check it out. Yeah. I like that. So, any others real quick? No, most of my, I, I use Instagram mostly to follow friends and family. Yeah. So I don't have a ton of like, I don't know, 
so like, commercial ones to do. So it's just like, what's your aunt's <laughs> Instagram handle? Aunt Shirley, you your can cousin. see her latest uh, <laughs> pot pie. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's do the sermons that we've we've preached. Yeah. Sermons you preached. Uh-huh. Let's just do like one or two that you've thought were. Wait, so help people understand what you mean by that. Like, what do you mean? Like your favorite ones that you preached that yeah. you just enjoyed. Or your favorite, your favorite one or two. Uh-huh. I'm only going to do, I'm going to do two for myself, I guess. I okay. Could do, I could do three okay. at most, but okay. I also preached. I preach about. You preach a lot more than I double. do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at least. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like I would say like my favorite one that I gave this year that I just really liked mm. and I liked how it came out. And I think you could learn good things was the one I did on Jesus calming the storm, mm. just uh, the story of Jesus calming the storm. Yes. Like just in this last like couple months. Yeah. Uh, I forget the exact date. I didn't write that stuff. down. <laughs> no, I was really um, I was in our Luke series. So the Jesus calming the storm, I just felt like it was, yeah, just check it out. If you haven't listened to that sermon, mm-hmm. encourage you to check it out. Yeah. Love that. Um, I got a couple too, I guess if I could choose, I mean, it feels awkward a little bit, but I would do, um, I did one even last month too in our, our gospel Luke series has been amazing. Yeah. Different. Um, we've called them different kind of themes, but if you walk through the first eight chapters of Luke, but I really enjoyed doing demons, pigs in a boat, or as you wanted me to call it, demon piggies. Demon piggies. Yeah. So that was a interesting one for me. I learned a ton. Those were like uh, back in that to background. Back. Yeah, yeah, These that's two right. Sermons were back to back. Boy, we were. <laughs> the spirit was alive and well uh, during that time. Uh, so good. that was a fun one for me to give, and I felt like I got encouraging response back to that too. That's and good. then uh, another one in the Luke series was from Luke six. That whole it wasn't back in August, but it was the um, the plank the plank eye one. So I had the the board that I brought up. Just to show how crazy it is that, you know, we're judging or criticizing other people when we have this giant plank in our eye. Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, so real fast, I think two other ones that I would just say for me that I think would be cool, like, even just to listen to was one is First Love. It was the first Sunday of Mm -hmm. the year, which Mm -hmm. is like a tradition now, a new tradition here. The first Sunday of the year, a sermon called First, Love. Yeah. The first thing we should do, the first thing we should think about, the first thing that God cares about that we do is love, mm-hmm. um, both like starting with experiencing, receiving his love yeah. and then loving God, loving others. So, and that's kind of be a, a new tradition here, right? Yeah, We're going to exactly. try to start off every year yep. now with every that year. same, same sermon, not the same, um, like language, but like same theme. Exactly. And then the beginning of our discipleship series is called mm-hmm. go fish on Matthew mm-hmm. 419. Come mm-hmm. follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. I think yeah. that could be helpful to mm-hmm. listen to as well. So, okay, good dude. On my number one sermons I listened to, my yeah. one by Matt listened to, not by me, uh-huh. uh, was by Matt Doan on Don't Judge, the Plank Guy passage. It says Don't Judge right here. Nice. Uh, on my paper, just to give it proof so you don't think I was just like, <laughs> couldn't think of one. Uh, but yeah, that was my favorite one by Matt Doan. I like still have this like image. It's the thing of like a visual that sticks with yes. people sometimes even more than words. It's like yeah. I picture you holding that big old yeah. plank up to your eye and yeah. it's just like, it's burned in my brain yeah so good job yeah, yeah. Well, good job jesus i guess for having the oh yeah sure. having the analogy um yeah my favorite sermons not by myself by the way all these you could just say good job jesus that's kind of silly like come yeah, on. i guess you're right yeah good point good point <laughs> anyway yeah okay. uh so <coughs> basically it's so hard to decide it's like deciding your favorite kid when it comes to one of eric's sermons oh, it's boy. like it just feels like all of them 
oh, are powerful. He forgot and, to look. He forgot to check. He um, forgot to do the research. I, <laughs> I'm looking right now. They're yeah, exactly. All really good. Exactly. You're looking right now. I've they're, got a list I've written. They're down really good. They're all amazing. I gave you a week's notice to work on this. <laughs> We actually did prep. Remember, guys, we say we don't normally prep. That's probably why it's more boring today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, I've got a couple others I can do. Yeah, you... go for it. Okay, wow. Uh, <laughs> Brian Smith's on Psalm 67 yes. was a really great sermon during our Reach Week last year. Yes. Um, that was moving. I What's funny is I remember Matt Hempel's being really good, too, mm-hmm. on Luke 315 mm-hmm. in that range. It's funny because it's like so long ago that it's like that was Super Bowl Sunday last year, last yeah. February. Yeah. Um, I don't have lots of context for you, but I remember that was a great sermon. Yeah. Tom and Gail shook. Yeah. Sharing was like incredible. Totally. Um, so did I just steal them all? Yes. Those were, <laughs> that's where I would call our guest speakers. Exactly. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I said one by you, one by Hempel, one by Brian. I just felt Tom like and Gail. the passages that God let us to this year were just so fun mm-hmm. or so great, right? I mean, you can't go wrong, mm-hmm. but it does feel like, oh, uh, we just got to hit on the stories. The narratives of the Gospel of Luke are just lend themselves to, totally. they're just enjoyable to talk through. Wow. That's all I got. Wow. Wow. We need to, so you guys, January 8th, we're recording a special podcast episode, and this moment right here is going <laughs> to be marked It's going to be topic, topic one for me. <laughs> Why didn't Matt I gave come Matt, up with his favorite Eric I gave sermon? Matt a week's notice to work on this. I named a sermon by him. I've got his name written down on this piece of paper that I really enjoyed listening to this year. And Matt couldn't even name one sermon by me. <laughs> they were all good. I don't that's even all, that's I, my statement. I don't even I don't even come to church when Matt preaches. <laughs> I know. It's usually when I preach and when you're on uh, mission. Yeah. Um, okay, it's getting hot in here. All right. You couldn't even remember that Ed Stetzer preached at our church. He didn't even want to that talk about that. Yeah, that was well. a good one. So, yep. all right. I think we're just, this is this is an issue. This is going downhill. This is going really downhill. Our counseling episode on January 8th <laughs> is going to be really important. Um, okay, do you want to do worship songs to sing or podcasts we like listening to let's do podcasts okay go for it all right so uh, a lot of mine are in kind of i guess i would say more of the the pastoral sense but i think you could still get something out of it so, so wait, you wrote you wrote down like the podcasts on the paper uh-huh oh, okay <laughs> interesting uh, <laughs> but uh i love uh church of the city john tyson Oh. So he's a pastor out in New York. So I really enjoyed his Is sermons. that just his sermons? I just listened to his sermons. Because he have like a bunch of pastors there, but I just like his. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. So John Tyson. And this, huh. is getting, this is getting awkward. Interesting. Uh, Keller. Tim Keller actually went to be with Jesus in 2023. You, you listened to all his sermons? I've listened to almost every one of his sermons <laughs> this year. Gospel of Life. Well, he we probably didn't have that many sermons this year. No, you don't like that kind they're of all, They're all his old ones. They're oh, all it's all his old ones. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and then uh, Theology in the Raw by Preston Sprinkle. Dang I've it, it's on my list. podcast this year. Very thoughtful guy and uh, just challenged me in many ways. Think biblically. I mentioned this one last year too, but I really enjoy the Sean McDowell, Scott Ray podcast out of Biola. And then here's kind of a different genre. Uh, Who Killed JFK? So I'm listening to this podcast Whoa. right uh, currently. It's like in, it's in season one, episode five or six. Okay. But there's all these crazy theories about actually what went down in 
oh. the assassination of If, if you guys don't know this, Matt Doan is a bit of a, like, conspiracy theorist. A bit, yeah. Like, there's... I don't think he's, he's not like a doomsday prepper kind no. of conspiracy theorist. No. But he likes this kind of stuff. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I got way into last year this whole like conspiracy about NBA refs, referees. <laughs> so yeah, that is a little bit of my, that's my lane. All right, I like Okay, that. what do you got? Oh, I do have Theology in the Raw on mine mm-hmm. as well. Preston Sprinkle, I do uh, appreciate his podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably the one I listen to the most in the sense of like uh, Christian issues in the world or whatever. Yeah. Because he doesn't just do, it sounds like Theology in the Raw sounds boring. Like, like mm-hmm. he's... Like this week we're doing soteriology or right. whatever, you know, it's yeah. like, it's no, he's more kind of discussing stuff. That's like sometimes like most of the time yeah. it's like something that's kind of current also in the world, but mm-hmm. like a way of theologically thinking about it. Uh, I like the wrong podcast by Tim McMahon, who's a friend of ours that has a very uh, funny podcast about how it's like, he's kind of playing the role of like a curmudgeon. That's like telling everyone else they're wrong, but he's actually just kind of like, thoughtful about thinking about like you don't you might not actually understand like the depth behind this issue and here's like what's really going on yeah um and sometimes it is just funny rants um which matt doan went to his live live recording of the (laughs) podcast i did i was sick or else i would have been there as well Um, which oh can i push pause right here yeah sure what do you think about in 2024 doing a live calvary life podcast yes 100 percent. it's gonna happen all right let's do it yeah let's totally do it listener well stay tuned Let's think about like the venue. Are we thinking like fireside room? <laughs> Are we thinking? I think like, that might be too big for one of those, our audience. Like the worship center? Wait, no, no, no. Are we thinking like the usher closet? Like in the, <laughs> I think that might be more of our uh, in our the, realm on the edge of the lobby, <laughs> where we store stuff in there. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we should invite them in here into the secret pod we podcast. Probably fit fifteen people in here. I I, bet. I think that might be pushing how many might come. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying we could fit that many. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe it's just in here. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I bet people, no matter what, we could give people a tour of the <laughs> yes. podcast studio if they yes. show up to the live recording of the exactly. podcast. Exactly. Um, so I've been into like, I'll kind of just do one more. Mm-hmm. Like I've been, for some reason, I've been super interested in like film and TV criticism this year. Huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like people discussing, I don't even necessarily watch all the shows, but they discuss like current shows yeah. or movies that are coming out. Uh, one's called the big picture. One's called the watch. Huh. And they're actually like, I like love like all these like podcasts by the ringer people like yeah. that whole Bill Simmons universe is yeah. like, I tend to listen to a lot of that stuff. Uh, and then there's one called the town that I listen to. That's like all about huh. like Hollywood business and stuff, huh. but it's like all about like, so it's been interesting this year too with yeah. like the strike yeah. and um, streaming wars and stuff like that. So it's just been kind of like an interesting mm-hmm. um, like time to be listening to a podcast about the business of Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that's all. Huh. Yeah. So like there you it. go. Okay, cool. Uh, last one. Are you ready? Yep. What, what, what was it? We either got local reaches oh. or worship songs. Oh, no, songs. we have two more. Oh, yeah. Let's do local. We'll do worship songs we like to sing last. Yep. So some local ministries that we appreciate that maybe maybe people either do or don't know about. Mm-hmm. Please let me go first. Yep. You scare me. This is <laughs> like your job. Uh, I'm going to go with things that are here. Okay. Yeah. So His Refuge, uh-huh. Tom McGill Shook, uh, working with refugees locally. Incredible. Yep. You guys have heard a lot about them probably. The other I just want to say is like the Heritage Building here mm-hmm. in Calvary. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know... 
the building that is, it's like the Heritage Medical Building. It's the building off Wellington. We own that building. And it's like half, like half or maybe a little less than half now, like rented out to like businesses. And then half is rented out to nonprofits. And there's some really cool um, ministries and work that's happening out of this area, like Safe Families for Children, which is like sort of like voluntary foster care, I would say almost like where a person could choose to have someone like taking care, helping them watch their child while they kind of like just either just get some stuff right in their life, whether that's like, it could be as gnarly as like they're living in their car while Mm -hmm. they get, they're getting a job and they need their kid to be taken care of, or they got to go to rehab or whatever, or it's just like a hard, a hard month and they need to be able to focus on getting some money or getting some, getting a job or getting clean or whatever that is. And uh, it's voluntary. It's amazing, amazing ministry, safe families for children. Love for you to get involved in it. The hurt family medical clinic is in there. This health clinic. That's like a low cost health clinic for people. Um, there's there's others i don't i don't need to like say every single one that's in there but it's just like really cool all the ministries that are happening out of there counseling mas road counseling yep. some others so, yep yeah okay go ahead those are good so yeah i this is a hard one for me because i have so many that i love here that we even partner with so i don't want to leave anybody out no, but i'll do my I best know, here so even within calvary people we have uniquely knitted which is great yep. doug and jesse brown we have a quarter blue which helps uh, domestic violence victims martha wade is involved in that church member here. We have um, Sol Rafa, which yeah. uh, the CEO um, director Heather Riley goes here to Calvary. We have Olive Crest, which has several Calvary members that are over there. They mm-hmm. work with foster kids. Their main office is right down the street from Calvary Church on First Street. So we love working with them. We have the OC Rescue Mission in Tustin next to the hangar that just burnt down. Mm-hmm. And so we love partnering with FCA. Uh, the OC Rescue Mission, Jeff yep. McKee. Uh, and Fellowship of Christian Athletes that's here, our hospital chaplaincy ministry, yeah. Cross Street at the hospital. Yeah, there's... ESL. The ESL would also count for that. Yeah, yes, like here on the ministry. campus. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, there's... It's awesome, because here in Orange County, we have so many resources, mm-hmm. and yet there's also such great needs. Yes. And so I love that we both have the resources and the needs, and the goal is now, how, how do we connect those two things? Yeah. And so that's one of the reasons I have even my role here at Calvary is to help connect resources and needs. Is there a ministry, like it's, it's maybe some a nonprofit or a other ministry, mm-hmm. maybe we don't that we don't partner with that you know about that you just like oh it's a pretty cool thing even though we just we can't partner with everybody right. you know and so um, yeah I don't know is there something you can think about just I actually tell do people about? Um, I, I we do partner with them but I wish oh, we okay. partner with them more okay. And well, I, I forgot Tustin Young Life with Alyssa Burgess, oh goodness, obviously, yes, too. Yes. So I know this is dangerous. I'm I know. Sorry. I know. Alyssa, we love you. That's we love all the I things know. you're doing on campus. Um, but it's in the Young Life realm. It's Young Life One. Oh. Um, and what they do is they work with people who have aged out of the foster care system. Mm. So they're 18 plus. And, uh, and so they just walk alongside people in that in that realm. And so they're actually having a Christmas party tonight at the uh, time of this recording here uh, at Calvary, which is super fun. So I wish that more people even knew about that ministry and the volunteer opportunities that there were. So you can just look up Young Life 1, Jay Panther. That's cool. Yeah, Young Life has like things that people don't know about, like Young Life Capernaum. Yes. Which is like special needs um, yep. uh, young people. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really cool, like amazing stuff that happens at Young Life. It's not just like hype kind of because you could kind of think of like maybe if you were in high school and you yeah. remember like 
Young Life would do these big hype events or whatever, yeah. fun, fun club type of things yeah. as a way of introducing people to Jesus. It is that, but there's like also so much more going on. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Okay, good one. All right. Last topic, as you can tell, my voice is about to crash. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, your favorite, some of your favorite worship songs to sing this year. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this is for you personally. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yes. one one came out this year. Uh, it's called In the Room, and it's actually by Maverick City, which I was loving Maverick City a couple of years ago. And I, I don't know, I just haven't listened to them as much this year. Okay. But they have this In, in the Room by Tasha Cobbs and Maverick City. Wow. And it goes on like 17 minutes. So maybe just listen to the first five minutes of it. But it's so good. I mean, it's they could listen to so 17 good. minutes if, yeah, they if they want to. They've listened to this. So <laughs> they've listened to this for an hour and a half, hopefully, and if they got to this point. This is an oldie but a goodie. But Every time we've sung it in 2023 here at Calvary, I just get so moved. And it's Is He Worthy by Andrew Peterson. Yes, that's on my list. Yeah, that song is so good. That song just is like moving. Yeah. It has, it has lyrics that have depth. It's yep. just like awesome, awesome song. Yeah, one of my favorite songs, it's been my favorite for a favorite for a long time, is a song called Tremble that we sing. Mm -hmm. I think we just sang that we this sang last it Sunday. Sunday. Yep. Because uh, it starts with the word peace, actually. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's actually like a, it's become a song I sing in my head when um, maybe kind of like that. I, I've talked a lot about that song. Like I sang when I was a little kid mm -hmm. that helped me when I feel scared or yeah. feel like spiritual attack or something. But this is another one of like, Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble yeah. and uh, you silence fear. And so if I'm ever having like a moment of like anxious thoughts or whatever, like this is like a very, like very helpful to me yes. in that moment. Yes. So, um, I just love, I just will never stop loving how great thou art. That, <laughs> that classic hymn, uh, how great thou art. So that. good. Yep. Um, what's another one for you? Andy? Hmm. Oh, we've sung it a lot this year. At least it feels like we have, but I just continue to love the lyric, but it's, um, firm foundation by Cody Carnes. Cody Carnes is, written some great songs in the last couple of years yeah, and nothing so, else christ yes. be magnified these yes. are like such good songs yes yeah he's awesome mm -hmm. yeah i agree he's really great um i love like since we're in the season mm. oh come all you faithful with the oh come let us ad you know how it's yeah, like goes the into the, oh, come, let us yeah. adore him like that's like yeah. just a beautiful christmas song and it's a true christmas hymn i think mm. um and uh it's just amazing i love that song any christmas hymn right now is so good yeah so good so good um and like every once in a while i just encourage you even like a lot of times like as a family if we're hanging out and it's like christmasy i'll yeah i'll dial up like christmas classics yeah and then, then you're getting, you know, you're getting have yourself a merry little Christmas yeah. by Frank Sinatra or like right Bing Crosby, Bing Crosby stuff or whatever that kind of that kind of stuff. Which is, I love that kind of stuff too. It's yeah. fun. Um, but every once in a while, just like bring up Christmas hymns or Christmas uh, carols and and just let those be what plays. And I think yeah. it's just like so rich and good. It is. Yeah. And then I just like keep going back to goodness of God um, mm. is another. We all, did that one on Sunday too. Yeah. All my life you've been faithful. Yeah. All my life you've been so so good. Yeah. Um, every breath and I'm able I'll sing of the goodness of God yes uh, that's been like a it's just for whatever reason it's been an important song in some of my um some of my like sabbatical moments mm -hmm. some of my like times away with the Lord it's just really like been something that's like helped me mm -hmm. um so even like sometimes when I am just like hiking or walking most of the time I'm not listening to stuff but then mm -hmm. sometimes I choose on purpose to listen to some songs and mm -hmm. like that's like a that's a big one yeah. that and nothing else by Cody Carnes kind uh -huh. of our really good ones for me to just like 
I don't know. It just helps me kind of. Did you bust those out in the Alps when you were there? This hundred percent have listened to yeah. those the, both those songs in the Alps, huh. really <laughs> which cool. is cool. So yeah, hopefully this uh, top five list. Uh, as you've been listening, you've probably been thinking either A, oh yeah, I like those things, or B, <laughs> how could you not say you know X, whatever thing you're into? Right? How could you not have brought up this? And so if you've got some of those, we'd love to hear it. Yes. So, podcast at calvarylife.org like let us know what you like yep. or let us know how we said something completely um moronic or whatever <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh we've got a couple emails that we'll save for the new year that just came in but um i think uh, we're at long enough at this point anything you want to say um, to the listener to end the year uh well i would just uh say i'm excited to a celebrate Christmas Eve mm-hmm. with you all. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome just to be able to light the candles, sing Oh Holy Night, Silent Night as we light the candles together and uh, turn our eyes from the tables of our Christmas meals mm. to the great feast table that we will have one day with the Lord Let's that go. he ushered in by his incarnation, which yeah. leads to his crucifixion and his resurrection. Yes. And we celebrate all of that the hope, the peace, the joy and the love that we get um, that we just so freely receive from a God who bought it at a great price. Mm. So um, that um, is really cool. Like I, oh man, I gotta, uh, let me, I want to like say a little quote that I'm going to say on Christmas Eve or should I not mm. say, or should oh, I not yeah, say, say it? it? Give us a preview. I'll give you a little preview. There's this quote that I heard from a friend um, on her Instagram Um Her name is Sharon Miller, but um, it says this, waiting might be our present reality, but it is not our eternity. Mm. So Advent, we talk about this season of waiting for the arrival of Jesus and that then we're waiting for that second arrival. So we're remembering the waiting. So waiting might be our present reality, but it's not our eternity. Yeah. And so we will, we will be in a state of arrival and blessedness like in the presence of our savior forever and ever and ever that's good and we're there we're there somewhat because of christmas mm-hmm. and the and because of easter <laughs> and we'll be there fully at his second coming love you know? that yeah so that's wow. good so looking forward to that and just uh even just encourage you in the new year for first love even as you're going to hear a sermon on that in you know a couple weeks but first love like that's that's our command mm-hmm. from the lord love the lord love your neighbor as yourself So couldn't have said any better. Thanks, Matt. Well done. And thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.